Good evening, everyone. This is Surreal Gerald Quinn of, of course, The Real Deal Podcast. We had a special, just a kind of a uh, Kyrie Irving trade to Dallas podcast that was unexpected. Uh, we discussed Irving's just getting, basically getting his way and being half, halfway to getting uh, everything he wanted in terms of being traded and also a contract. We discussed the ramifications of this trade for the Brooklyn Nets and also Dallas Mavericks. Mavericks, of course. One glaring omission that was on the podcast that I need to apologize to the family of, of Doreen Finney-Smith. We did not put him a part of the trade. He was a part of the trade. So was Marquise Morris. So, you know, you know, things happen, make mistakes. But the main part, of course, that Irving was moved. Durant, again, is left in the code. We discussed that enjoy the podcast you will get this on my now my youtube you will not get this on my youtube part of the of, of my podcast but you will get this on every you know spotify stitcher and anywhere apple and anywhere else you can find the real deal podcast or any podcast anywhere you can find podcasts enjoy welcome to this special i don't want to call it emergency edition i hate that term emergency it's not emergency but unexpected edition of the real deal podcast on a sunday uh we are recording this in the on the 5th of february in the evening um of course you know i don't i didn't let me i'll be honest with you folks i did not expect to anticipate to record this episode or this, this podcast but when another brooklyn net gets traded i get i get called into duty and uh we'll talk about that i'm not gonna keep you long I, I the debate whether or not to even call this episode 869, but I'm trying to get to 900, so we need all. I'm, I'm taking all episodes and count. They all count. All episodes matter. Uh, Kyrie Irving, of course, is going to the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, it was reported today, this uh, just a couple hours ago. So he goes to Dallas. Brooklyn gets uh unprotected gets Spencer Dinwiddie and uh two uh, and two unprotected picks. Um, 2029 first rounder, 2027, um, 2029 first round, and a 2027 first round draft picks. Um, excuse me, 2029 first round pick, and a couple, and a 2027, 2029 second round picks. Let's put the Brooklyn part side here for a second. This is let's just deal with with Kyrie. Um, when he demanded the trade a couple of days ago, I believe it was. On, Friday seems like it was a long. Seems like it was longer than that, but it happened on Friday. My initial thought was, "Here we go again, Kyrie being Kyrie. Like, what are you doing? Um, is this your way to get paid? You're not. There's no way that anybody's gonna give you uh, a check. There's no way you're gonna get paid doing this. And it made sense because this is who Kyrie is. Like. You were on a team that before Kevin Durant got hurt was playing as well as any team in the league and was one of the favorites to win a championship. All you had to do was sit tight, continue the ball, go to the All-Star game, Kevin Durant's coming back soon, and, you know, go about your business. No, 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 no. That's, that's too simple for Kyrie. Kyrie, everybody says, look, I've been, I played most of my games. I want to get my money. I want my money, basically, like right now. Um, 
and I, I've been playing like a, on an all all star level, which he had. But to know, like, listen, he's he's been an all star this year. He's been, you know, he's played at an all NBA caliber level. So that's not that's not not trying to take anything away from his performance this year. He's played great when he's been on the court, uh, and he's played, you know, that's look at his availability. Um, right here, played forty games out of what? What's their record here? He's been available. He has not missed a lot. He's not missed a lot of time. I'm looking at the Nets record. I don't know how many games the Nets have played, but uh, he's played 40 out of a possible 52 games. So, uh, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you know, you would have chalked that out here. Yeah. That's about, you know, that's that's fine. <laughs> that's right. Like, I mean, that, you know, you might have had him a little bit higher, but you know, so be it. Um, so initially, I thought like, what, like, dude, like, what is what is he doing? Like, what, what is the end game here? But this is what this is how desperation and incompetency can kind of like can kind of block out what a person or what so a situation actually deserves. The incompetency of the Dallas Mavericks, the desperation of the Dallas Mavericks. Are are beneficial to Kyrie Irving, are going to be beneficial to Kyrie Irving because, and I could have said that about the Lakers too. Lakers have been what have been a a train wreck in terms of how in terms of how they've been run. So has Dallas for that matter. Dallas has been Dallas has been a joke in terms of how they how they've been run. They they lucked up into Luca because of the incompetency of the Phoenix Suns as well as the uh, Sacramento Kings, the more so the Kings and the, the Hawks who passed on Luka in that eighteen that twenty eighteen draft. So they lucked it, they lucked into Luka. That was not skill to, to pick to pick out Luka Doncic, who's gonna be who's a generational talent. But that, that franchise has been on and off court, that franchise has been a joke. So in today's NBA you can show your ass like Kyrie has shown his ass and, and frankly still get your way. Like Kyrie, Kyrie is one half. He is he is he is one half. He's close to his goals. He had, I'm sure he had two goals here. Get paid or get traded. And get traded. Or get traded. He's gotten traded. The second part will be a little bit more difficult. But he's he's almost there in terms of getting paid. And Dallas and you say, well, how's Kyrie going to get his money? Because Dallas does not draw free agents. Period. They couldn't even get um, uh, Jordan. The center. I can't even get his last name, his first name now. The center from the Clippers. DeAndre Jordan. That's, that's his name. Couldn't even get him. So they don't draw free agents. Even if they had cash space, they, they just don't. So he's in a position of power because all he have to do, like literally, all he have to do is show up and, and play basketball. And I'm not going to get into like with, with their lineup. Like, like they have a, they, in the Western Conference. The Western Conference right now is wide open. You get Luca and Kyrie in the playoffs. They still have some nice other pieces with Tim Hardaway, and uh, you know, they still have some nice other pieces again. Hardaway and, and a couple other guys that can shoot. Uh, Finney Smith. That team that is not out of the is not out of the uh, possibility that they can get to the finals. That's not is not when you especially when you, when you have a player like Luka Doncic, anything is possible. They got to the conference finals last year. Without would they be one of my favorites? Eh, probably not. 
my top favorite? No, but they're going to be amongst the teams that will be in contention to get to the NBA Finals for sure. So you ask me right now, what's, is Kyrie probably going? Is he going to get the full max that he for like four years, two hundred million? Probably not, but he'll probably get some. He'll get three years, one hundred fifty million. Three years, one hundred million, something like that. He was on it like he like a couple of months ago, like before the season got sort of season started. He was about to be almost out the league the way it was looking. To be honest with you. So this is what you know. This is where the NBA is at right now, and this is also, I mean, show you how much power there is, and how much power the players have. The players, again, if you if you are on a certain level in terms of talent, talent is going to win out more times than not. It just is. Like think about it. Think about this. You, you, if you're Dallas, right, in any other franchise. This guy just forced himself out of the awful team that had Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Like, I, be- I believe that if the Nets had stayed the course, if he stayed the course with the Nets, and they made it, say, to the Eastern Conference Finals, or even the NBA Finals, I think, he, I think more than likely he probably gets his money from the Nets. Probably gets his money. So... He goes to Dallas. Um, again, I think for me, like if you're Dallas, I'm thinking to myself, what would have to transpire in order for me to pay Kyrie? Right. I think I probably, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I have to probably, I probably have to win the NBA championship. I'm, I'm not gonna. That's I. I probably have to win the, get at least get to the finals and, and perform well in the finals. Baseline. Baseline is the NBA finals. Because I was in the NBA, I was in the conference finals last year. Okay, so it doesn't getting back there doesn't mean just doesn't doesn't carry the same weight. Especially in a weaker Western Conference than it was last year. Look at Golden State now. You know Steph Curry's going to be out through All Star break, so they looking more look is looking more less less likely that they're going to be a, a factor um, in the playoffs. Uh, Memphis has been inconsistent. Like I said, Memphis played well, but they're not a power. There's no powerhouse teams. I mean, we still we still hearing here and talk about the Lakers possibly still having a shot if they made it right there. That lets you know a team that's under 500. Let you all know all you need to know about where the Western Conference stands right now. It's not even anywhere close to the top of the East. Like, Milwaukee, Boston uh, are far, and even Philadelphia to a lesser extent, are far superior teams to any of these Western Conference teams right now. Well, maybe not far superior. I mean, Denver, I had to get Denver, I picked Denver to come out to get to the finals. So Denver's very good, but I, I just don't, the Western Conference is just not any, is not any good right now. Just, I mean, it's just decent. So a move like this automatically elevates the Dallas Mavericks for sure. Now, you're going to hear tomorrow the classic overreaction. Oh, they're, they're favorites. Yeah, no, they're not the favorites. Stop it. They're not. They're not the favorites. They're not. Now to the Brooklyn side of this. Um, first of all, I, I just wonder what Kevin Durant is thinking right now. Like that. Like, if you're Kevin Durant, this is your dude. This is a guy who you ride for. This is a guy who you have gone out of your way, out of your way to defend. Day in, day in, out, day out, year in and year out. And what has he done for you? Okay. He barely has played over the course of, the, the, over the course of his Brooklyn tenure. He basically sabotaged had a, was a part had a part in sabotaging your season last year if you by refusing to take the vaccine. Um 
she, you know, missed a ton of games with, with injuries. Um, was hardly and was terrible in the playoffs last year. Alone, so and so was Kevin Durant. So you, you know, you're Kevin Durant. You gotta be thinking to yourself, what, like, what was I thinking? Bringing this dude along with me, or depending on who you talk to, following this dude to, to Brooklyn. Like, you have to be second guessing yourself. You left Steph Curry for a guy that is no longer on your team, and you never made it past the second round of the playoffs. Brought in a guy who basically, in a sense, was the reason why James Harden left as well. Brought in a guy who was the reason why they traded a boatload of assets to get James Harden. When, uh, a trade that I didn't even think was, frankly, necessary when you look at all the com- all the conversation that they gave up with the draft picks and with you know J- Jared Allen. just that, that, that Brooklyn team before... James Harden t- trade was a legit team. That that was a complete basketball team. Offensively, defensively, shooting, they had everything. Everybody talks about the what if with the Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. What about the what if uh, before they traded for James Harden in terms of that team? That doesn't get talked about enough. In the end, at the end of the day, Kyrie, not, excuse me, James, uh, Kevin Durant is getting exactly, frankly, what he deserves. What he deserves. Period. Period. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like. You know, this you know this this the saying. It's not personal, just business. It is why players make terrible cool, make terrible coaches, terrible general managers. They cannot think from a business standpoint when it comes to winning on the basketball court. You can't see past your friendship and the buddy buddy shit versus hey, is this guy a fit? Number one, and number two, what is this guy? What is this guy in terms of his basketball character? How many how many games has this guy missed? That would, I mean that would have been that would have shut me off the Kyrie thing to begin with if I was kept the rank. Like, dude, you don't you never play. Like I like I need you to be on the floor, especially as I'm getting older. I need to miss some games at this point in my career. Like, I'm probably gonna miss ten to fifteen games with various injuries, but I'm in year, you know, sixteen, seventeen. So you need to carry that butt. Not to be sitting down on the sideline with me chilling, you know, chopping it up. You actually need to be on the floor. Something that, you know, LeBron has learned, you know, the hard way with Anthony Davis, but at least LeBron, you know, got Anthony Davis, uh, got a championship out of it before Anthony Davis completely physically fell apart. So the loser of this is Kevin Durant. If there's a winner, I would say the winners, probably winners and losers, Kevin Durant is for sure in the losers. The, the loser section of this. I mean, uh, a question. So, Brooklyn, you know, the high Spencer did really, uh, very good player, can score, um, inconsistent shooter, not a consistent shooter per se. Uh, I don't, you know, Ben Simmons, I, I don't, like, we can wait for Ben Simmons. I, I don't trust what, that the old Ben Simmons will ever come back. Um, they, they, so they go from a team that looked like they could contend for a championship to just a middle of the pack team in Eastern Conference to be. Like they, they're not, as currently constructed, they're not as good as those top three or top four. I, I think 
you know, I would take Milwaukee, Boston, uh, Philly, and Cleveland, clearly over them. And I probably would take Miami as well. So yeah, I think they're like the sixth best team in the in the conference right now. And they probably would be battling with the Knicks. If I'm really if I'm being real about it, as I look at the standings right now, um yeah, Brooklyn's currently fourth. They're you know, Atlanta, and then after that, yes, whatever. So they they to me are like I are like the sixth best team in the Eastern Conference. I'll still give them a slight edge because Kevin Durant's that great over the Knicks. But not it's not that big of an edge. To be honest with you, not that big. But they are clearly again, not as good as Boston, not as good as Milwaukee, not as good as Philly, not as good as Cleveland, not as good as Miami. Those five are clearly better. Um now you're gonna start to hear the talk about is this gonna lead to Kevin Durant demanding a trade. We kind of forget, you know. This summer, Kevin Durant wanted out like a couple months after the Boston sweep. And they kind of stood, but uh, the Nets stood their ground and they said, no, we, you, we, we dare you to just, you know, take off and sit out the season, which we knew Kevin Durant was never going to do. Those talks are going to be revisited. And frankly, Brooklyn does not have, Brooklyn has probably less leverage than they had even during the summertime. Because they are in a position where, like, I mean, they can try to wait for the best deal, but the the team's going, the team's not going anywhere um, anytime soon. So I'm not, if I'm trading for Kevin Durant, I'm not giving up everything. I'm I'm going to, you know, you might get eighty cent on a dollar for Kevin Durant, maybe seventy cent on a dollar for Kevin Durant. Frankly, like I, the team that makes a trade for Kevin Durant, if that happens. Well, should they should if they know what they're doing? They if their front office people know what they're doing. They should dictate the terms of that deal. If that deal, if that gets uh, brought up again in the off season, I don't anticipate that Kevin Durant will now will ask for a trade like right after Kyrie. I, I don't. I, I, that would be now we would have something like that. That would be uh, just that would just just blow up the internet. But I don't. I don't anticipate that. But in the off season. After, you know, Brooklyn's eliminated in either the first, the second round, probably the first round, uh, Durant, is, I, I just can't see a world where Durant does not demand the trade. I just can't. I, I don't believe it. I, like, he can't be looking at this situation and saying that this is how I want to spend the last remaining years of, of my career, especially in, of my prime. And before he, got, again, before he got hurt, he was playing as well as anybody in the league. Like, he's playing at an MVP caliber level, all NBA caliber level. So he can still... He's still a legit top five player. That goes without saying. So I, I like I don't see again. I I don't see what what Brooklyn does moving forward. I don't see I don't see a situation where Brooklyn and Kevin that this can go on. The relationship between Brooklyn and Kevin Durant can go on past this year. That's what I'm. I just don't see it. I don't. So uh, again, winners: Dallas, Kyrie. Those are the winners in this. Dallas, Kyrie, um, losers, Kevin Durant, Brooklyn. I mean, that's all there is to it. Um, that's it. That's all there is to it. I, I don't think that, uh, you know, just some more stuff, of course, will come out over the next couple of days. Um, this is where we're at. This is where we are at in the NBA, as far as stars and being able to demand trades and, and basically get what they want. Uh, Lakers are a loser, too. Yeah, Lakers are a loser because even despite the, the two first round draft picks, Russell 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 Westbrook expiring contract, uh Brooklyn was like, nah, 
We good. Nope. Nope. I'll be I'll be interested to see how much compensation that the Lakers actually offered. If they didn't offer like if they didn't offer both those picks, then they might as well just they were wasting their time. They were not gonna get Kyrie Irving by off both of those picks. And to be honest with you, do I blame them for not offering both those picks? I'm not going eh, eh. I don't know. Like I, I you like you can't completely trust Kyrie. There's not there's a scenario where Kyrie completely fucks this up. Where he goes into Dallas, tries, tries to challenge Luka Doncic, and and this blows up in Dallas. That that don't that is on the table. That's definitely on the table. Where those guys' personalities clash, and, and, and it's like Luka's like, hold up, I don't. You got a ring, but I'm clearly the best player here, and you got that ring because of LeBron. Like Luka is not for Luka's not for smoke. As far as that, that this is Luka's franchise. Let's not make no mistake about it. Luka's not going to be doesn't have a Kevin Durant mentality in terms of like. No, this co-star or co-number one. No, 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 no. That's not going to fly in Dallas. It's not going to fly. And if Dallas was smart, they would have had that conversation with Kyrie and his representatives even before this deal was made. Like, understand, you are a number two. And by the way, in today's NBA, being a number two is fine. You still don't get your shots. Like, you still get a bunch of shots. It's not like, you know, the offense, the, the offense this year has been off the charts. Like, the teams are scoring scoring at, at a ridiculous rate. So you you as a number two player, you can be a number three player and get a lot of shots, to be honest with you. So that's the, I don't, you know, again, Kyrie can fuck this up. He can. So don't, there is a scenario where that this thing completely blows up. Regardless, we will be entertained, look forward to it. That's going to wrap it up for this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. I want to send a special birthday shout out to my niece, Chloe, 12 years old. Enjoy your day and I will see you Wednesday with Rob